there, and welcome to the Second Lunch Podcast. We've got some new digs. We are recording from uh, Moranimal Manor instead of uh, the studio in Seattle. We'll still be there occasionally. We can't go that long without Hot Jake, frankly. But um, right, and the guests. Yeah, we took a little bit of a break for Christmas, New Year's. Did you do anything fun for New Year's? We took it easy this year. As you know, Ashley loves fireworks, but we did not go <laughs> crazy with the fireworks because uh, where we live, last year they were rolling around because, you know, we live close to the airport. And instead of being like, stop doing that over the microphone, the cops were like, you're lighting fireworks in a level three airspace. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to emphasize, like, this is not just a noise complaint. <laughs> So, no, this year took it easy, but uh, did you guys do anything? Is no, there... I yelled at the neighbors, basically. They started setting off fireworks at, like, 8.45. It's like, 8.45, there's no time zone where it's midnight <laughs> right now. I was so annoyed. See, it gets dark at, like, 4.30 this time of year, so for me, it's like, light them at, like, 6 when no one's asleep, or light them at midnight when you're actually fucking asleep. Right. 10 is, like, a weird no-man's right. land. 4th of July is different. You're not waiting for it to turn the 5th. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I, other than your neighbors, is Lake Stevens a big like popular? Because you know I, where we used to live, it was legal, and then they made it illegal, and we just didn't follow those rules <laughs> and had like alarming triple mortars. Yeah, I don't know if it's illegal or legal here, based on how much fireworks there was. I'm gonna say that it's legal, <laughs> or at least that's so what there's a big thinks. don't give a fuck attitude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was plenty of fireworks, and we're really close. Not really close, but. We're not super far from uh, the reservation, so they've got Boom City there, so there's, like, crazy... Yeah, you've got the opportunity for cheap fireworks. And if you roll through, like, day of, you know, Mm. if you come in on New Year's Eve, get all the deals. You know, here's a backpack full of Roman candles. I didn't even know it came in a (laughs) unit like that. Do I just light the backpack, or...? (laughs) Did you put this together? They sell it to you like this. (laughs) This is the only firework you guys sell in this format. (laughs) It's... Comes from a, the Middle East. A backpack's worth. <laughs> uh, my dad were when my dad was a kid in Alaska. Him and his brothers got into a Roman candle fight, and these are fireworks purchased in Alaska, made in China in the seventies. All right, these are <laughs> you. Basically, you've got a danger multiplier happening here, and uh, one of the Roman candles. They were having a Roman candle fight. Just unloaded backwards into my uncle's face so he spent like eight hours getting his face stitched up on new year's and all he was doing was playing with fireworks uh, yeah exactly what's the worst that could happen (laughs) not just playing with fireworks roman candle fight you're shooting the balls at somebody else (laughs) but it turned on you but my dad having learned that instead of ever thinking i shouldn't let my children use fireworks my brother got 80 stitches in his face he's like yeah when you hold it in your hand hold it out so that, you know, if it backfires... Not, don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Somebody tell Jason Pierre, Paul, that. And, yeah, yeah. Big victim blaming going on here in the mic world. He's definitely going... Uh, <laughs> it was Tony's fault for having it in front of his face. <laughs> I remember one, one Fourth of July, we were setting off fireworks, and somebody put a Roman candle in a bottle, as you do, and the bottle tipped. And Brilliant. It started shooting at the neighbor's brand new roof. So... <laughs> He spent like at twenty grand on a new roof and just got lit the fuck up. Fireworks. <laughs> like the same week. Hey, better for it to happen to the new roof than the old brittle one. I don't know what would <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, right. Good point. <laughs> at least there's like some wet tar in here still. Yeah. So, yeah, holidays were fun. 
I got uh, significantly fatter, I think. <laughs> I haven't. It's I, a tough time of year, I man. I haven't tried to measure it in any way. I haven't gotten on the scale. My pants still fit, but I just feel like I have. Yeah. Um, I, I keep seeing, I don't know why, maybe it's the time of year, but I'm just noticing diabetes medication commercials more. Maybe I feel like they're just on TV. More. They hit me with a lot of them. Tis the season yeah. for diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you ate how much on Christmas? Welcome to diabetic ketoacidosis. <laughs> Why does your breath smell like fruit stripe gum? Oh, he's going down. Oh, shit. Dude, my favorite thing is when they start listing all the side effects and they're like unexplained weight loss. Like, you should mention that to your doctor. Like, fuck that. He's been trying to tell me to lose weight for <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the weight loss thing is going to get me out of this condition. <laughs> I'm not going to narc on the weight loss like that. I mean, sure, I might have scurvy, but I'm I haven't t- fit in these jeans in years. <laughs> somehow have like an 18th century condition uh, i uh shit I'm, I'm fucking this up that with unexplained weight loss i have to work so hard just to not gain weight there would never be unexplained weight loss any weight loss would be unexplained exactly how did this happen i had arby's last night like, this is impossible that's a sign that your body's getting really ill, I suppose, is when you are losing <laughs> weight in spite of Arby's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did I lose a liver on that one? <laughs> yeah, my mom was, you know, trying to lose weight around the holidays and chose, you know, I'm going to go on the Atkins diet, like, beginning of December. Like, I get it, but... Wait a month. Yeah, you've subjected yourself to... Be fat for an extra <laughs> month. And yeah. I don't even eat that much sugar these days, but I am... I'm facing up peanut brittle anytime I get the chance. Oh, fucking love peanut brittle. Yeah, and you can't just buy that in the store willy-nilly. Yeah. You gotta... how, how much peanut brittle can I eat before I have to start Jardians? <laughs> Honestly, what stops me is not how much I've consumed. It's the teeth getting clogged. Like, <laughs> yeah. my, my molar has oh, grown yeah. in size. Butterfinger molars, dude. <laughs> Butterfingers, fuck those. Yeah, yeah, same deal. Yeah, toffee, peanut brittle, all the classics. These are <laughs> stuck in your teethers for sure. But yeah, there's certain things in the holidays I just, I'm not going to say no to. And yeah. also, she, there's all the other holiday food. Like, you can't eat mashed potatoes now. You know, you're going keto or whatever. So yeah, no, I'm no. eating the mashed potatoes. Yeah, I'm I'm keto with potatoes. How about it's, <laughs> it's not working too well. The thing that I was I was like I could probably be keto because you can eat pretty much as much cheese as you want. And I was like, I'm bored with that. Yeah, Ashley and I did keto for a while and lost a good amount of weight. But one, it's it can be depending on how you go about it, way less healthy than a normal diet. Yeah. There's like certain fruits and veggies you're not supposed to eat. It's like, I'm pretty sure my doctor wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> and you can order. Your doctor's also not going to tell you to be in ketosis 24 hours a day. Yeah, exactly. That's not <laughs> that's not in the medical textbook. Uh, but you can order things like from Five Guys where you get, yeah, give me that double cheeseburger. Lettuce wrap. <laughs> Tr- trying to watch the weight. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't order a two patty. Like <laughs> $12 burger then. Yeah. Skip the fries, but... uh. Give me those hot dogs and a lettuce wrap, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, all right. We kind of, we, we can just jump right into Tinderella, because I think I know the first question. You were talking about teeth around the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the dentist, and how long will you wear the sunglasses before being prompted to take them off? Out the door. 
like <laughs> I'm wearing them into my car because <laughs> I can't. I never know, and I'm like, I, or I don't know if I feel like they're done. Like there's. <laughs> I'm talking to the dentist now, and I just look like a really cool guy. Yeah. I, I don't need to be wearing these shades, do I? Can I take them off? That's the thing. I feel like I never know, oh, is this just like a polishing and checkup day? Like, is this an x-ray day? What are we doing here? Yeah. I never have the itinerary, so I just keep them on to be safe. Yeah. I'm just intimidated. Yeah. It's like these in Big Daddy, like, so you can hide. Yes. You're invisible when you have them on. Well, I'm also, I mean, the glasses are a bit of a, they do serve that purpose. Because when you got the dentist and the assistant over your face and you're staring up at the light, the last thing I would want them to be able to see is my eyeballs, like, tracking the room. (laughs) It's more for them. (laughs) Keep his weird eyes off of me. Staring at something on my forehead? (laughs) (laughs) If you were in a situation where somebody yelled, stop that man, would you stop them? No, I don't want to get involved. I'm not involved. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. What did he do? Yeah. You're going to have to give me more information than that. Yeah, I don't act very quickly on anything. Yeah, you might have a gun. I mean, you want me to get in the way? Yeah. Also, you might be the villain. This could be a ruse. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. Stop that guy. Good no, he's point. trying to kill me. So, and I mean, where is this going to happen Stop that to? guy stole my purse. I'll at least trip him. Yeah, exactly. Throw a leg out. Yeah. Maybe go for the old clothesline. But... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like your night oh, train lane. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted a clothesline somebody to do. That'd be so sick. That's one of those wrestling moves where, you know, you can watch a lot of professional wrestling and go, oh, that's bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. that's the rock bottom doesn't hurt that bad. But when somebody just goes forearm to trachea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What they don't show is the following rotator cuff surgery. Yeah, that's true. Guy delivering the clothesline's taking some damage, too. Yeah, right. Uh. I'm with you, though. I need so much more information to be expected yeah. to act that quickly, and I'll never be able to get the guy on foot. So right. he has to come into my... Yeah, I'll jog and make it look like I tried. Yeah, I'm like late George Foreman. If you stay away from me, I... Totally harmless, but if you get between here, I might be able to trip you. Uh, Are you more afraid of the doctor or the dentist? I have white coat syndrome, something fierce. Yeah, spike your blood pressure real quick. Yeah, and it doesn't, like, I was at the dentist, they were taking my blood pressure, they were like, are you okay? And I was like, honestly... I'm afraid of you. That's that's what this is about. I don't know what I'm thinking either. Like, I'm going to be the first guy who died during a dental cleaning. Like, I don't know. But that's always where I'm at. Like, this is is where it ends. Supposed to be there to help Why are you putting the cuff on me? I'm checking your blood pressure. Yeah, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I, uh, even when I would donate blood, sometimes, like, they're phlebotomists. They're not even not real doctors. You're like not a not real doctor. You're like not at that level of chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what nervousness I would have. Well, but it might take too much. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still donating. Shit, he's almost empty. Classic vampire conspiracy theory. The old <laughs> uh, blood ponds. I don't even scheme. remember what show it's from now, but uh, the guy was talking about donating blood and the other guy's like, only do that so many times <laughs> before you dry up before you can run out yeah <laughs> feels like trailer park boys but i don't know my cousin had one of those uh what i would call like a naturopathic sort of 
health theory where he's like, dude, your blood just gets dirty with time. Donate blood. Body makes fresh blood. You got better blood now. (laughs) I don't know enough about blood to tell you you're wrong. (laughs) I wish my blood knowledge was stronger for the first time in my life. Uh, I think I'm, I I think I'm more afraid of the doctor just because of the potential for whatever. Like I know the dentist is going to come in, hammer my teeth pretty good, but I also know they're in decent shape, like where they're, I'm not going to have like a horrible time. Whereas my mom has always had like since adolescence, just terrible teeth. She had like her first root canal when she was 18. Oh fuck. So like her dentist experiences are totally different. And I completely understand why she would like nominate dentist first. But yeah, for me, it's had a few cavities when I was a kid. And that's basically, I mean, my teeth are, not the whitest, I know that, but that doesn't, they don't do anything for that. <laughs> this is a good one, Chris. Do you think you could land a plane? I used to think so. <laughs> also, depends depends on the plane. Mm. If we're talking uh, a Cessna, you land that bitch. You know, <laughs> know what I mean? Figure that out. But if we're, I feel like you could slow up. Assess down enough that you might just be able to kind of skate it. Like if nothing else, there's lakes, you know. Not gonna work the same in the old seven thirty seven. Right, exactly. You yeah. put you put me in like an airliner. No fucking chance. <laughs> there's so many buttons and shit. You steer with your feet. What are you? What? This is madness. Yeah, it's uh because of course in that situation too, you're being asked under like adverse conditions. Mm-hmm. This is not like you being asked in like the simulator chair. This is like the pilot's been stabbed in the neck. <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody needs to step up. Uh, <laughs> we decided on twenty three B. So if you can just stroll up here, and... we lottery balled it. <laughs> like an eleven year old kid. All right, draw another one. <laughs> See if we can at least get an adult. Yeah, the uh, I've seen enough videos where people are landing in like insane crosswinds mm-hmm. where you have to turn the plane into them as you land because you know it's blowing you off track and so yeah. the plane can look like it's coming in not quite 45 degrees but like 30 degrees from its you know from nose to tail yeah. where it's just fucking sideways because it's flying in like 50 mile an hour winds and that's what where it's like okay those are the weather conditions. I am so doomed. Yeah. I need to land on I'm a nice staying sunny up here day. Until we either run out of gas yeah. or the wind stops. If it's not a day where I'd be barbecuing at the beach, I don't think I can land the plane. I need real <laughs> calm weather conditions. Yeah. Breezy palm trees. Yeah. Uh would you rather fight one horse sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses? A hundred of something's always dangerous it's a lot yeah it's a lot i wouldn't even want to fight 100 chickens yeah how much i mean how much kick power because that's the big problem with a horse you know if they kick you you might just be dead but if it's the size of a (laughs) and what type of damage could a fucking horse-sized duck do it's pretty big i feel like that beak would hurt (laughs) really fucking beak you See, I feel like the duck is... It, horse is too known of a quantity. I gotta go with... Give me the duck. I'll fight the duck. It's you gonna fight a the, huge duck? I'm fighting the huge duck. I do not trust these horses. Have you ever been around a horse that is so big? You know how big that duck's gonna be? It's gonna be massive. It's gonna be like one of the ride the boat fucking things that you... You know how many times I've wanted to... I, I like ducks. Geese, on the other hand. 
Seagulls. Not fond of these birds. No. Well, anytime you're in a bunch of them, I just want to start fucking kicking them. Like <laughs> soccer balls. You know, so I feel when like you go to the horse. Ivers down at the waterfront, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. like everyone else is feeding them French fries. Yeah. <laughs> you're committing violence. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with a hundred duck sized horses. I mean, I will say when you're our weight, you can just do a lot of stepping on stuff and mm-hmm. some killing, but <laughs> hundreds still a lot. That is a lot, but I feel like once you get going through them. <laughs> I, I don't know if it gets easier. Horses bite? I Yes, they they can. I, it's not like something I think that they do out of malice. I mean, I've fed a horse's apples, and it's like, yeah, you want to keep your hand flat so they don't catch your finger yeah. when they eat half of an apple in one bite. God, they got those big old fucking George Washington teeth on them, too. <laughs> They're not that sharp, though. They're, like, flat. No, it's like being bit by a person. More than like a dog. Yeah. All right. Well, agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> okay. You time traveling to the past or the future? It, things in the future can't be good. No. At least in the past. This is basically a Louis C.K. joke, but he's like, it's great to be white. Like, I can go to any time in the past, and they're like, we have a table yeah. right here for you. Yeah, you. we don't carry the same risks as <laughs> right. certain folks going to certain places in time. No, you go to the future, you might just end up in yeah, deep I don't space because the earth is exploding. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what's coming. Yeah, I'll take the devil you know. Can so you imagine speak. all the people who time traveled to 2020 and were like, what the fuck? This sucks. Yeah. Why are we going to do this? Yeah, I don't want to know what's coming. It's like, do you want to know when you die? Fuck no, I don't want to know when I'm going to yeah. die. Well, you could get all the things done. That's fine. That's fine. I don't need to feel like yeah. I'm on a time. No, I'm going to go to the doctor and see if he can help me prevent it. You know how stressed out I get when I have like three errands and I'm trying to figure out what order to run them in? You're going to tell me I know when I'm going to die and how many things I need to accomplish in that time span? No, it's not oh. functional. Just gonna have to play a lot more video games. <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm going absolutely to the past. The other thing with the past is that, sure, you're gonna lose some creature comforts and some technological advances, but you can also, you know, bet on Microsoft or whatever and benefit from that. You go to the future, right. you don't know shit. Like you're, you're I a, would be memorizing all the Super Bowl champions, and then just throw the money down on yeah, that every yeah. single year. The thing is, in most cases, you know, there's only so much money that you'd really get back. I'm, I would look for the crazy prop bets. Like, <laughs> like what was the kickoff return touchdown on the opening drive of the year that Devin Hester did it? Right? Yeah, that had to have been like a plus 1,000 or something. Like, right. give me 10,000 on that and I'll win a cool fucking, if it was plus 10,000, yeah, it'd be a million dollars. I'd take the Jets over the Colts in Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm right? definitely going they back. They were like to two win. touchdown underdogs. I'm definitely going back to when Elvis existed. What are you gonna bet on there? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna betting? die in '77? I'll it's put money <laughs> down on that. Shit. Yeah, being alive during the '60s, like witnessing the Lombardi era Packers and Elvis happening at the same time, would be pretty cool. Although, and JFK gets assassinated. There's a lot of hair back then, man. Not. And not even just pubes. They all had long hair in the 60s and 70s, and I I don't know if I could get on board with that. I've yeah. always yeah. been a short haircut guy. And I don't think they have the same plumbing technology. Like, how much <laughs> how much of your guys' showers just getting frigged up? You know, the Motley Crue dressing room? 
It's got to be <laughs> fucked. I know that's the 80s, but but yeah. I uh, I don't even know if they had like those drain unclogger things of the same caliber. I guess you just move out when that happens Infected, back then. dude. You're fucking wealthy. <laughs> Would you rather be overdressed or underdressed? <sighs> I think overdressed. Because you can kind of play that off. Like, oh, I'm just kind of a goofy guy. Ironic tuxedo just kinda, guy. Yeah, just kind of silly. <laughs> but you can't, like, show up to something in sweatpants and a t-shirt and everybody else is dressed nice. Oh, fuck. That's the worst. Yeah, that's a bad That's a bad look. But I do think that they, <clears throat> there is it, there is a different sort of humor to really overdressing. Mm-hmm. Really underdressing is going to be harder to pull off. Right. And also, when people are overdressing around you, or they're dressed up, you're the one underdressing, means they probably took it seriously, and they're mm-hmm. interpreting your actions as some sort of slight. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this fucking guy doesn't even care. I admit, on, on one hand, when I was a kid, like, didn't have very many nice clothes, and so couldn't dress up that nice, and now I've got to that age where it's like, oh, shoes on the other foot. I go to a nice breakfast with Ashley, and somebody's wearing flip-flops, and I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> you could have done that at home. <laughs> I, I can't stand trying to gauge how fancy you're supposed to dress, so I would almost rather always be overdressed rather than have to try to figure out if I'm supposed to wear slacks, oh, supposed to wear slacks or not? Yeah, the uh, I think that most of the things that we do are probably not very like socially demanding. Where I'm really going to be expected to do that much. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you've seen the shirts I wear on this show. Like, I can only downgrade so much before I go right into the gutter. Like. <laughs> I basically have like some work shirts and then the dumbest fucking shit I could possibly wear. So, yeah, I, yeah. Can I wear a jersey to this or not? It's a nice jersey. <laughs> yeah, very clean. <laughs> Has an autograph on it. Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell. <laughs> Wearing a Stroh's jersey to like fucking Wally's in Des Moines. <laughs> Is anybody going to appreciate this? <laughs> it's like the bar I told you about by my house that has the Brian Scalabrini jersey framed. God. Who is this for? Right. Get just <laughs> that annoys me so much I can't even describe it. All right. Chris, headlines? Let's do headlines. As the people know, it's really important to me to make sure that they're educated. <laughs> and uh we didn't do any of these. Okay. Plane forced to return to JFK Airport. After horse on board gets loose. We're back to the horses. Okay, is it duck-sized or is it (laughs) full-blown? Who's? Why is a horse on a plane? It made me think of, you know, seeing those scenes from Afghanistan as people are fleeing the airport in Kabul. And you'll see like 700 people on one aircraft carrier. I didn't know a plane could, not aircraft carrier, one of those giant military planes though. I didn't know it could fit that. I didn't know any plane could fit a horse until I have to see this fucking plane. None of the planes I've ever been on. Are you telling me I have to sit with a combined 700 pounds of flesh (laughs) from the other two people in my now (laughs) 950-pound three-seat? I I love the idea of, like, I'm in 
3A and the horse is in 3C. Yes. <laughs> yes. This horse is directly impacting my amount of space. Ate all the fucking peanuts. Look, I know how space works. And I know that if that thing is on the plane with me, it's taking up space I could have had. That's the only way that math works. But also, <clears throat> how loose did he get where they became aware that this had to stop? Yeah, was we it have like, to fly. Was it like throwing off the. Yeah, you know, for like, you know, when it started, they were like, we get this squared away. And then there was some point where the horse did something and they were like, we got to turn this. Well, plane yeah, I around. bet the horse was freaked out. You know, the way your nuts kind of, I don't know, our female listeners may not be able to understand what I'm talking about here, but the way it kind of, when you're in an airplane or taking off or like when you hit turbulence yeah, or something, your body the way, is telling Imagine you, you have unnatural. horse balls. <laughs> Holy Christ. I bet he was freaking the fuck out. Like, what is happening in here? Admittedly, there's no part of the horse's evolutionary history that would prepare it for, you're 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, there was, there was no horse right brothers. There was just... You think the horse was cool with everything that happened until it got fairly high? Was just like, yeah, I'll get on this plane. Or was that horse already being a problem and they were like, we're going to have to turn this fucking plane around, I bet. <laughs> I fucking bet. I don't even know. The thing I can't get past is why. Why it was being transported yes, that way? Yes, why yeah. on an airplane? I don't know. There, Emergency There's furniture I'll leave behind when I'm moving because it's too big. <laughs> well, a horse is a living thing. So, you know, kind of have some. Also, yeah. also, you got to remember, like, was this a fucking, like, thoroughbred <laughs> Two million dollar horse that's like literally worth more than my life. This thing has more <laughs> earning power than I do. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, the rowdiness too. Like if it was rowdy beforehand, and they still let it on the plane, it just makes me think of the time that my dad was too drunk to fly. <laughs> like, sir, we don't trust that you can be on this plane. Well, I'm not flying the plane. All I got to do is sit here. We don't think you can do that. <laughs> we know what your responsibilities are, and we don't think you can hold up your end. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. He was late. He was home a day late because of it. He called, yeah, they're not letting me on the plane. And of course, it's framed as their fault. You know, <laughs> these guys. This is the problem with airports, though. It's lawless. You know, a person like that that already drinks all day is then in a place where it's, like, kind of okay to drink in the morning. Yeah. Complete fucking lunacy. You've given him carte blanche. So, yeah. Clinging to the plane so he doesn't fall off what with it. Mike got loose on an airplane. All right. Grandma shuts down entire country's internet. I've read about this. Yeah. This is amazing. It's, she was just, well, for starters, it's the most Trailer Park Boys reason I've ever heard. She was just trying to get copper and, like, metal, scrap metal. Yeah. Go get some money. Yep. My favorite part of the whole thing, she's like, what's the internet? It's where you sell your copper that you just <laughs> stole from that yeah. abandoned strip mine. Oh, uh, what, what, an entire country, you guys, there's got to be more than one cable. That's all I'm going to say. There's got to be more than one. It can't all fall on Big one infrastructure cable. questions. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The big single point of failure questions, <laughs> and especially if one grandma can do it. Not like one nefarious person trying to do it. That's different. This yes. is, you've allowed this to collapse on accident. <laughs> How quickly does society disintegrate once the internet goes tits up? Like if it does that for right. like three days. How long until people lose their mind? I say a couple hours. 
I don't think we're making it 24. Thank God I've got like my physical books and my records because at least then I've still got some like analog entertainment. Like, I wonder how much, how much we would just hear screaming. I think people would just, (gasps) the sort of raw screaming that children do where you're just next to a playground and it's not somebody going like, come back, you're it. It's just somebody going, (laughs) Jesus Christ. My emotions are coming out. I can't, I can't describe them. I've never had my nerves more frayed than living next to small children because the first few times you hear a blood curdling scream (laughs) like that, you think like, I've got to get involved, you know? And then by like the sixth one, I have the same attitude I have towards car alarms where I'm like, I bet that's an accident. (laughs) Just give him the PSP back. (laughs) Fuck. But there's going to be a boy who cried wolf day where there's a child like actually screaming about something Mm -hmm. I should respond to and. Rest in peace. Well, gotta let him die. <laughs> All right. Pet parrot went missing and returned home four years later speaking Spanish. <laughs> I would be like, fuck you, dude. You, you went I on vacation? Speak, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I'm going to get out educated by my fucking parrot <laughs> who abandoned me. I was abandoned by a parrot who then went and bettered himself went on more vacation. than I did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on. So it actually turns out this parrot did not go anywhere. It went like a couple blocks away. Uh, lived, started living with a Guatemalan family and became really good friends with the grandpa. And when the guy realized that, he's like, just keep the fucking bird. Like, you can just keep him. Yeah, you've poisoned him. <laughs> that, was, that sounded very racist. <laughs> We're going to keep that in because my intent was not for that to be racist. He is supposed to speak American. <laughs> He's supposed to speak the one language my dumb cracker ass can speak. <laughs> And you went and you educated him and he's ruined. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Kaora S, get out of my house. Damn day saw the biblioteca. Fuck yeah. you. Zapateria. How many shoe stores do you go to? You're a fucking parrot, dude. You're going to buy shoes and I'm setting down. I don't down... even understand the concept of shoes, you son of a bitch. I watched you shit on your own feet this morning. And yet Donde Estala Zapateria. We got one more. Okay, perfect. Uh, I love this one. Okay. <laughs> Three-year-old opens entire family's Christmas gifts at 3 a.m. You gotta love it. <laughs> at the age of oh. three, at the age of three as well. And I'm sorry, Chris, I'm just changing our Wikipedia for this episode because I wasn't prepared to do the one you chose. I, I gotta I, I love that this kid was so amped that he was not gonna stop at just his presence. No. He's like, I got to see what's in all these bitches. Well, and also three, I mean, you can be fairly precocious, but... What does precocious mean? Smart guy. Just your, <laughs> your little the smart irony fella. of not knowing precocious. <laughs> means, means just smart, smart young person. Uh, abnormally smart. So, like, I, I was able to read before I got into kindergarten, but three is young. So, on one hand... Probably couldn't read him. On the other hand, could read him. Devious as shit. This kid's way smarter than I thought. Okay, there's reading, and then there's knowing what your name looks like. That's fair. Whether you can read it or not. It's like, I'll never be able to read Russian, but I know some hockey players' names just based on how they look in Russian. 
Yeah. I don't buy it. This kid nudie is fucking up, too. <laughs> I just can't imagine how alarming would it be to be a parent. So it's funny. The, the, the reason the parents found out about this at 3 a.m. or around 3 a.m. was because he came and asked them for scissors, which is a really odd question to get from your three-year-old at 3, at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, if I got that question from a 28-year-old at 3 a.m., I'd be like, what are you up to? <laughs> Can't I'm wait. not going to be party to the, this is back to the guy yelling, stop that man. For what? You're going to have to go get your own scissors. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you, but I'm not going to facilitate. <laughs> you go find them yourself, kid. Uh, yeah. What would you do? Would you rewrap the presents or are you just like, everybody, this is what you got this year? I mean, the thing is at that point, it's like gone viral. We both saw the story, whatever, like. It's more fun and silly probably at that point. And also, I'm bad at wrapping presents. I do it. <laughs> that took me two months. To uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. Not only that, but like that's one of those, every time I do it, I can feel my blood pressure skyrocketing. So, so no, like 4 a.m. Christmas Day, I'm just not going to be capable I literally am not your man for this job. <laughs> I need like a week's prep at least. So yeah, I'd be yeah. separating it into piles. The worst thing I think would be like, you better fucking remember what you bought everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's like the jig is up. You don't want two people that, you know, you had bought different things for being like, well, I like this. Yeah. Like they have their, each other's presence. And mm -hmm. I guess you go exactly as I planned it. Oh, man, I, that reminds me of one Christmas. Uh, it was like when I just got into sports, and all I wanted for Christmas was a Packers jersey. That was, like, top of my list. And <clears throat> I was bummed when I didn't get it from Santa or my parents. I was like, I guess I'm just not getting it this year. And uh, then they're like, all right, well, let's open presents from your grandparents. And not to shit on my grandparents, but it was the stuff we got was always, like, you just had to get us a present. Like, it was thoughtful, but... Yeah. I guess just give me a gift card. Um, <laughs> I go to GameStop, guys. <laughs> 30 bucks goes away is there. So, I open, uh, like, a magic kit. And I'm like, all right, well, this could be kind of fun. I'm not, like, into this at all. I don't know why they thought this for me, but I don't understand their gifts most of the time anyway. Whatever. Don't understand. Yeah, last year it was the Quran, and it was, <laughs> and it was written in Turkish. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh right after me my brother opens his present and it's a fucking packers jersey and i was so fucking jealous and my mom was like this doesn't seem right so she called my grandparents <laughs> and was like did you guys mean to do this and my grandma was so pissed she's like god damn it gene was watching the packer game when he was wrapping presents <laughs> That also means that Richard, your brother, was probably, like, stared at the magic kit, like, this was the top of my list. I mean, I'm him, not even a Packers fan. Him and I, yeah, he didn't even like sports, exactly. So him and I are, are already kind of thinking, like... Right, even as kids, there. you're like, I think we can yeah. get this sorted. You, I know you don't care about Dorsey Levens, okay? I got magic. Was that, was that your first jersey? Yeah, Dorsey oh, Levens. that's awesome. <clears throat> That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I would let it ride for sure. That's a great story. But yeah, I would, like, everybody, you get your presents. Sorry. 
just the way this has to be, mm-hmm. you know. Blame it on Julian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's at that age where he can't even be morally charged with a crime. Like, when you're 15 and you fuck up, yeah, you're too mm-hmm. young to go to prison. Mm-hmm. But you're old enough to be admonished. At three, it's like, I don't even think I can communicate yeah, this. Pretty funny. It's like, it's like when my cat does something, I have one recourse, which is to spray you with a water bottle. <laughs> you learn nothing from this. But It's, it's funny, I've been... Working from home for years now, really, since uh, COVID. Funnest year of our lives. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't say COVID. We're going to get acts <laughs> on YouTube. But, the, the vid. Uh, uh, Kendall's, like, mobile now. and um, Yeah, you guys keep the bathroom door closed. Yeah, you got to keep all the doors closed. We have those little fucking hook things on the bottom of the doors, too. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you want to eat a Tide Pod? Right? <laughs> they look too tasty. <laughs> Looks like the latest airhead invention. The most dangerous gusher ever. <laughs> Tastes um, too great either. Um, so she's been walking around a lot, and uh, so I work and watch her one day a week, and then my mom comes and watches her one day a week while I'm working. Mm-hmm. And Kendall really wants to come visit. She's yeah. like, no matter where she is in the house, if she gets loose, she car- she starts walking down that hallway towards my office. And That's got to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but it also feels bad when I like am working and have to ignore it, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> That's fucked up. What I've noticed is it's not really me that she's coming to see. It's my swivel chair. Katie showed her what the swivel chair does, and so she just wants to come in, get a couple spins, get a little dizzy, and get out of here. You yeah, know what I mean? right? That's her but task. It's, it's funny. The first couple times she came in here, and she's like, pretty much like, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to be parenting me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting in here swiveling around in a chair. Like, she has no concept of yeah. me doing something while I'm sitting and the ride that's in my room. You phrasing it that way made it sound like you were doing the same thing she was going to do. Like you were getting a few spins in. <laughs> Hold on, it's my turn. <laughs> we call this a freebie. Yeah. yeah, it's been, it's it's really funny to see her reactions to things. But it is a little hurtful when she's being judgmental about <laughs> my workflow. Like judging my productivity back there. (laughs) You don't know this program, okay? (laughs) You need to get a little older before you start giving me this kind of shit. Uh, So, Chris, I did have a a little Wikipedia page I wanted to talk about. I I pivoted. Okay. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Waffle House Index. (laughs) And the Waffle House Index. Wait, let me guess. Yeah. It's an index. Waffle Houses. You're on the right track. <laughs> you're, you're in the arena for sure. Uh, it is uh, it is a system that Waffle House uses because they never close. That when natural disasters happen, other sorts of shutdowns happen, they stay open. And as things get progressively worse through the system, the index is actually sort of like the old terrorism scale, like green to red. Where it's like, what's the threat level? How many so people like, have to die before there's no waffles? If power goes out at a Waffle House, they'll still make stuff. They'll still stay open, but their menu gets severely truncated because they don't have fucking power. But it has become such a known standard of measuring how severe a catastrophe is that the federal government actually also tracks the Waffle House index. <laughs> 
No a, way. Yes. It is an actual referenced sort of. I love the idea that on 9-11, <laughs> George Bush was like, well, what's Waffle House doing? <laughs> we'll go from there. They're grounding their planes too? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm going to pull this up because it's got its own Wikipedia page. So yeah, I'm going to just read a little bit from this. We won't take too much time, but yeah, since they're known for their 24 hour, 365 day service, this term was actually coined by FEMA. Uh, The metric is unofficially used, so they don't admit to it, but it is unofficially used to help gauge what FEMA's response is. So if your local waffle house is underwater FEMA's on the way. <laughs> if Waffle House now, if Waffle House can still make you a waffle and you know get your hash browns, you know, with all of your fixings. What are the qualifications for the person who's in charge? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic question. I mean, who is? Yeah, FEMA's going to leverage it. I would hope that Waffle House has a pretty good guy on their end, but I don't actually know. I hope it's just some guy named Frank. <laughs> It's like the fourth thing he has to do that day. Right. Yeah. This is like the thing he does after he scrubs the shitters. So, so the levels, the index does have three levels. So the terrorism one, I think I had five. So a little different, but green full menu restaurant has power damage is minimal or absent. So we're rocking and rolling. Yellow means limited menu power is either absent or delivered by a generator or food supplies are running low. So big blizzard or something, you're not getting deliveries. You might be on yellow, even if you have power. And then red means we're closed. That's fucked up in Waffle House land. That is <laughs> DEFCON 1 in Waffle House land. I don't you even do not want, want see that. you wear red in here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I like the idea that uh, it, they could go yellow just because, like, I don't know, their delivery truck got delayed a couple days. And the forest service or whoever the fuck is watching the Waffle House Index is like, oh, fuck. They it's don't have going a, down. They have no flour. It's like, no, they're There's flour. no whipped cream today. <laughs> Wait, what? We got to shut it down. Uh, last thing I'll say on this one, Chris. Uh, worth noting, because of the severity of Hurricane Ian, 35 Waffle Houses closed in Florida in preparation for the storm, showing how severe they thought it was going to be. Uh, and then Ian was actually very fucking severe. But Hurricane Ian. Oh, are we talking about some? Uh, yeah, you don't want to be like I lost six family we, members to, to Ian. <laughs> what are we doing with these names? They should no. be something cool. Yeah, you have to have a, a like you have to have a name that would get you elected senator. You know, Ian. Don't name it after people. It's a storm. <laughs> Does it did fuck up everybody named Hurricane Katrina Buster. forever? Yeah, yeah, Katrina. Yeah, that had to have been like. True. 10 years of mild bullying for that. Imagine one. you're named Katrina. And as soon as people hear that, they're just like too soon. <laughs> I was born in 91. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, still too no, soon. We lost 3000 people. What's your middle name? Yeah. <laughs> Ian. It's Ian. Dolores. Is there a hurricane Dolores? <laughs> right, I guess that's who you got to be now. that came through oh uh, it came through for us <laughs> beautiful rim shot coming in off the soundboard uh all right chris gucci or greasy watching the food network you answer first actually uh, i'm gonna answer first Cole. Okay. it's greasy there's no reason i don't understand okay this is where it started for me can you give me a beer yeah 
It started with, I was at the gym. That's the worst place for it. <laughs> exactly. That's an insane This place man is doing cardio, watching people make fucking, I don't even, I was so offended I wouldn't even look. I couldn't believe it. This is the least, this is the last place I want to be hungry, yeah. is the gym. I'm also wondering, okay, was this person playing, like, the fine dining stuff? Or are they playing, like, guys grocery games where it's like, these are all cheeseburgers. That, you know? <laughs> Jesus. That Okay, so there's a couple shows on the Food Network I can get behind. The reason I don't like it is because it's the only channel Katie watches, so it's always on for me. Yeah. I can't stand the competitive shows. I think it's kind of like... Um, I'm a big Chopped guy. I like Chopped a lot. Oh, I hate, that's my least favorite all, of all of them because every episode feels like it's the same thing. They're, like, trying to create this sense of uh doom <laughs> well yeah it's reality television you know, i can't <laughs> hate it i love the ones where it's just like some nice little italian lady showing you how to make pasta. oh it's like giada and you're like wow that's a nice pasta and your head is massive but <laughs> continue but her butt's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, I just, every time I'm like, clearly you, I want to eat the wrong thing. You so. have a strong safety's head is what I'm saying. <laughs> you look enormous. Yeah, you were made for TV. <laughs> Big expressive face. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like it though. I mean, I like pretty much anything with Guy Fieri in it. Yeah. So you're going to see some good guys groceries or... games. It's like, I can deal with that. I don't really like it, but I, I don't really like the competition shows. Yeah. In general. Fair. I fucking hate Bobby Flay. I hate the competition shows, and I hate Bobby Flay so much. I actually do truly enjoy when somebody beats Bobby Flay. <laughs> I do hate Bobby Flay. I think, I guess, I, I, I enjoy Chopped because it's one of those competition shows where very rarely does anyone actually talk shit. Like, you just have to do your job. This isn't like, like Survivor there's a lot of where there's talking on there. I don't see too much. Mm, it's more like super self-confident people. It's not actual shit talking. Yeah, and usually <clears> there <throat> because the competition is so tough where it's like you have 20 minutes and you also have to use squid eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> where like people come away even if they are super cocky, usually feeling pretty shitty about their mm-hmm, dish. I mean, mm-hmm. people people often feel good, but rarely is somebody like you fuckers are done. <laughs> Like Larry Bird coming into the three-point competition going, I'm just looking around to see who finishes second. (laughs) That's also my thing about it is I don't understand. Like, I don't need to watch people cooking as fast as they can. I want to see them cook the best tasting thing possible. Very true. And I realize that you you can't really convey the taste of of something on TV, which is another reason it's kind of pointless to me. I'm like, I can't even eat that. Why am I watching... Food. That's like jerking off, kind of, you know. I'm not getting laid, but I'm enjoying somebody else doing it. You can kind of pretend you're there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got it's hard. It's harder to pretend the taste of filet mignon. <laughs> and it's harder to nail it. It's harder to nail exactly how that fellow prepped mm-hmm. it. Uh, I also, I, every time I'm watching Food Network, I'm like, this is too much work. I just... I'm not yeah. getting anything from this. <laughs> the I one- do prefer the ones where they're like showing you how to do something. Actually, my favorite Food Network show is Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I fucking love that Well, that show. one has a, I will say, shows like that where they're going places are like, you know, I loved watching Anthony Bourdain and Andrew Zimmern traveling around. Mm. That I did used to travel for work a lot, and you end up in a lot of cities that are maybe not like super special, or there's not like some trademark food they're known right. for, and you're like, what did Guy Fieri do when he went to Indianapolis? <laughs> you know, like, I'm sure they have great food there. They got a goddamn football team, right. but I don't know what it is. So 
me and I have one other buddy that I worked with that like every time we go somewhere for a trip, I'm just looking up where a guy went. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna. So it's kind of like a menu builder, but we do the same thing. I also have. I mentioned this. What was it? First or second episode? The Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Yeah. In yep. Eugene. Yes. Once a month, I submit that. Brewery. <laughs> I good on really, you. Really hope they get on there. Good on you. Well, and also it's in Eugene, not the biggest city, but also a college town that he'd totally end up in if he hasn't right. already been there. So. Now, I understand where you're coming from, but I do. I am guilty of diving in on some food shows. So you're going to say Gucci? On I, I, I'm going to overall say Gucci, but I understand where you're coming from more than usual on this disagreement because I've especially watched- when you started with the gym thing, because every time I've been, you know, right now I just work out on my own and the gym I go to, like where I'm working out, I'm like under the TVs. They don't mm. have the TV in the screen there. So I'm not as aware, but like when I was at Western and shit, every fucking time you'd turn on a treadmill TV, like who is watching this? They're making chicken fried steak and you're working out at 715 on a Saturday. How can you look at that? Yeah. It's just not very good. It's not very good entertainment. I'm out of here. I'm about to go clog these arteries. I just cleaned (laughs) up. Uh, Okay, Chris. Next topic here. Uh, Teaching children to fold. Yeah, I was wondering about this. Kendall do, seems a little early on it still. Do, well, because I'm thinking about how I'm going to do this. Everybody says, you know, you, you fold it in hot dog, meaning long way, or hamburger, meaning yeah, the other way. Do other countries invoke <laughs> food <laughs> when <laughs> trying right. to teach you how to fold? You're going to fold this shawarma. You're going to fold this <laughs> baklava. <laughs> well, shit. Into a triangle? You have to fold this shawarma. <laughs> yeah, that's how we got origami. It's just <laughs> shapes of the foods are complicated. It's also just kind of come back to the last thing. Like, I guess everyone's just thinking about food all the time. You're working out and want to see food. Yeah. Folding stuff, thinking about food. <laughs> hot dog and hamburger. That's all we got. Well, it's also funny because you do fold a hot dog. Who folds a hamburger? <laughs> you know, now yeah. you just you just looked for the other thing at the barbecue. A hot dog is a fold, basically. Yeah, yeah it's a built in. It's built into the premise. Got a hinge. We've <laughs> talked about this before. <laughs> right? Was that when we were talking about what makes it not a sandwich? My sandwiches <laughs> don't normally have a hinge. <laughs> <laughs> More uh. of a pita bread situation. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, Chris. I don't know how to set you up for this one, but. All I smell is peanut butter. Is what you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, did, I I didn't I didn't. There's a lot of things I obviously didn't know about being a dad or having kids. Uh, everything smells like peanut butter. It just been I don't even know when the last time Kendall had peanut butter was, but holy fucking Christ, peanut butter is uh, to smell what uh cheeto fingers is to touch oh, just like clinging to the every- air yeah it's everywhere it's like radioactive fallout. why does everything smell like peanut how did <laughs> why is there peanut butter why does the couch smell like peanut butter yeah. i don't see any peanut butter yeah you're smelling things you're like wine glass <laughs> i'm the type At of person point? too who whenever i smell something like out of place i'm like well i'm having a stroke or like <laughs> i'm oh i'm dying i'm yeah. actively dying so just smelling phantom peanut butter 
Yeah, it's like it's is this, concerning. Is this like a burnt toast thing? Like, yeah, about to go down. <laughs> yeah, is this me or does this actually smell like? <laughs> I'm now just thinking of all the silly things in your head. Like I'm looking at all the bobbleheads that Kendall could never reach. Like, <laughs> why does Drew Holiday smell like peanut butter? He's like seven feet up. <laughs> this he lives here, okay. man. Clearly, this is Chris. <laughs> Getting a little risky with the peanut butter. <laughs> You're doing just as much peanut butter crime as she is, but it's just blaming it all on her. <laughs> there's the... All my beer cans are covered. Oh, there's there's the episode name, Peanut Butter Crime. <laughs> oh. All right, Chris, I'm going to tell a quick Mike story here. Ooh, give me another we'll beer. Go to this Week in History. Oh, yeah, you mind. got it. Uh, so have you ever had to leave work early, like scheduled for a shift, you know, Oh, I feel sick. Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. My first job was working at a little grocery store, Ken's market. Shout out to Ken's my, my favorite grocery store in the world. Love him. He's what a guy. Uh, but I got a few calls from my dad and he knew I was at work where it's like, okay, when you get like the third call from a parent, I'm like 17 and I'm like, got to answer this one. And uh, I was aware that him and my brother were going to take mushrooms that day, but I didn't really, I thought that was just their day, you know, seems Mm -hmm. cool. But it was in the back of my mind when I answered the third one. And uh, it's my dad, and he's like, Coley, Clay just locked me in the grow room. He's all tripped out on mushrooms, and he's got a knife. (laughs) There's a lot happening here. Yeah. Grow room. Yeah. yeah. Knife. Yeah, so this is so far removed from any reality <laughs> I could ever understand. So he's calling me from our garage, which he is locked in, which is where we also grow a small amount of weed. I love that though it's a garage, it's the grow room. Oh, there are no cars in there. There's nothing. <laughs> this is where the ladybug genocide happened, all right? This is there's history in these walls. And uh so I talked to my boss and I was like, I know we're already like short, but I've got a bit of a situation. And my guy, Phil, was very kind and let me go home to deal with whatever was happening. So I got home. Clay had calmed down a bit. <clears throat> he had let Mike out of the locked basement. Like things had started to smooth over. And it's like, good, I'm glad I left work to come home and you guys had squared it away. Uh, Clay was still reeling a bit from the mushrooms, but what had actually happened. So that was Mike's side of the story as told through a garage door with no shirt on <laughs> talking to clay the next day. Cause he, his brain was fried. They had done too much or God knows what. And the next day, the Mike had framed it. Like clay lost his mind and was threatening me. Clay tells me, no, 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 this is what happened. Mike makes me take mushrooms with him. And then he keeps insisting that I drink orange juice to enhance the effect. <laughs> I drank some orange juice. He would not let it go and kept insisting I drink more orange juice. (laughs) This escalated to the point where Clay tricked Mike into coming into the grow room with him to, like, look at something. (laughs) Can you imagine offering somebody so much orange juice? They're like, you have to be locked up. Yeah, you are. I can't see you for 12 hours. You've become a uh, nuisance. The other thing about the story that I love is when shit goes down, you're the parent. 
Your dad called you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's out of Mike's hands now. Don't worry. He's called his son to come intervene. Cole, sort this out. And, uh, and then where the, <laughs> where the knife even came into play, Clay did wield a knife, but his telling was the man wouldn't leave me alone. I just thought it would spook him. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really going to stab him. I just thought I could win that game of chicken. And I oh, could. dude. I lost at a game of chicken one time. My brother was playing uh, Xbox for a little too long. It was my turn. I had a friend over, so it was... You get I mean, priority. Priority, right? Yeah. But Richard wouldn't wrap the fuck up. I come in with a baseball bat. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> Again, never intending to do anything with it. He immediately immobilized me. Despite me being much stronger, I was holding it with two hands. He took it with two hands, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> There's not really any winning here. There's already more conflict here. Than I, was, I thought I was just going to crack him once. <laughs> yeah. I thought he would just save and fucking leave. Somebody came with a weapon. I, yeah, I'd be like, I don't know. That's your major point. Honestly, like you're in the right here, Chris. For <laughs> you, your friend is there. It should be your game. But him not responding to that with anything other than disarming you and resuming playing says he must have been at a good part. Like he had to have been. <laughs> he he's also, about to beat Water Temple or he something. He also went and fucking narked on me to my parents. Like you don't have to dime on me like that. You fucking. Dick. Yeah, you already won. He called my parents who were out, obviously. That's why this happened. <laughs> That's why a baseball bat could even <laughs> yeah. be brought into the Oh, pool. my parents would have seen me walking up the stairs with a baseball bat and been like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right either there. you're <laughs> Either you're threatening somebody or we don't play baseball in the house. Either way. Yeah, exactly. Take that back to the fucking garage. Yeah, I never wielded a baseball bat against somebody in my house, but I definitely broke a window playing home run derby on our <laughs> right, streets. So. right. <laughs> Either way, no baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna move us into uh, this week in history. Only have a few questions today. They're odd. They're odd. We'll see how this goes. Uh, so today's January seventh. So we get the New Year as part of this, and there's a lot of weird stuff that happens on the New Year. So January first, 1845. Wait, Wait, hold on. Did you see the thing about uh, the twins being born? Uh, and one was born in 2023, and one was born in 2024. I did not see that. Anyway, that was the thing. That's pretty awesome. Continue. That's. <laughs> I have nothing else. That is cool. I'm going to look into that. So the Philippines, in January 1st, 1845, decided they were going to sync up with the rest of the Asian dates. So... December 31st, 1844 was decided it was the year of the dragon. (laughs) Well, first we have to completely skip a day. But what this did was it meant that for the first time in 323 years, the Philippines day of the week matched everyone else's. So for over 300 years, they were a day behind other places. So on that note, are you somebody who is always late? Rarely late or never late? <laughs> um, depends on how much I want to be there. You're always on time for the podcast, so at least depends in my, on my, how ex- much I want to be there. My experiences with you, you're very punctual. I am two to three hours early to sporting events. I am at least a half hour early to the podcast. Um, 
I almost didn't graduate in high school because I was late every single morning. <laughs> to the point where I had to go at, just ask my doctor to write me a note saying, I have time blindness or something. I have some sort of sleeping thing. <laughs> <clears throat> and he I did. have narcolepsy that only works in the morning. <laughs> okay. And he did, which really pissed off. Our vice principal, who's a fucking dick, Beatty, can suck my cock. And I did get to graduate. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it depends on how much I want to be there. I'm not usually late, but my mom is literally always late. So is Uncle Dave. Yeah. I would put my money. If I, I always see these things on Instagram or whatever where it's like, you can invite one person to a party and if they're late, you get a billion dollars. Oh, my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Dave. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Love my mom. And she lives far enough away that I'll cut her slack. And like, sometimes it's not egregious, but there are times where she'll call me. She's like, I'm hitting the road. It's like, you're 22 minutes late already. <laughs> you hit the road late. Oh, like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's nothing. We were supposed to, this happens with my mom all the time. We were supposed to have Thanksgiving dinner. At six on Thanksgiving, which oh god, you told me about this by story. Thanksgiving standards, already is, midnight is yeah. pretty late. We didn't eat until eight ten. That's insane. See, uh, as you know, I have a cartoonishly early sleep schedule, <clears throat> like a seventy year old man. So that's like already past my bedtime on a normal day, <laughs> let alone Thanksgiving <laughs> when I should be eating at like lunchtime. You also, <laughs> you're a two sleeper, right? I am a two sleeper, yeah. I so like you sleep to, for a couple hours. I wake up at like one in the morning, play on my phone for an hour, and then yeah. There's times I shoot off a text. And I'm like, usually calls pretty responsive. I'm like, oh, for sleep, and then you'll respond to me at like nine or ten or something. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, we're between sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a method. It works. Uh, I'm now trying to think. I, I had a follow up to what you were saying about. Uh, your mom, but I fucking lost it because I'm an idiot. Fuck it. An idiot? <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Uh, okay. January 1st, 2024. So this happened this week, but I decided that it'd be a good one. Disney's copyright protection on Steamboat Willie, the original Mickey Mouse, expires as they enter the public domain. What fictional character would you be most excited to see enter the public domain? Any creative work, whatever you want. You can just take somebody from any movie or anything. SpongeBob. <laughs> That's a really good one. Definitely SpongeBob. That's a really good one. That's far better than any answer. SpongeBob I would get up to some stuff. I want to know the non-PG stuff SpongeBob's up to. That's a lot of holes. That's. <laughs> He's a very moist man. Uh, <laughs> No, SpongeBob is fantastic. He's got the, you know, positive attitude, the go get him, whatever, the chest. What makes him so happy? Why is this guy so happy? That's a fantastic answer. Something's fucky. I want to see SpongeBob in the Bob. Yeah, I think that that. <laughs> and now I'm trying to think of it. I think cartoon characters are kind of the best, similar to Mickey or Steamboat mm -hmm. Willie. You know, when you pull a movie character out or a TV character, they're in their environment almost too much. Like, if you want to pull somebody out of, I don't know, Letterkenny or The Office, it's right. like, that guy's from Scranton. Can I actually put him somewhere else? Right. And, whereas SpongeBob, yeah, he's from Bikini Bottom, but 
It's a cartoon, man. It's getting crazy down there. That makes me think Bubbles would be pretty good. Bubbles could work, for sure. And in that way, I would say Charlie Day from right. Always Sunny, just because he's usually just stupid and energetic, and that mm-hmm. works anywhere. Yeah. Uh, last answer I have for this one that I don't know would be my number one, but would be a good one just from uh, cartoon, whatever, Hank Hill. <laughs> yeah. Because Hank Hill is the straight man to everybody else. So you can put him in as like a foil. He's like mm. Phil Hartman or something. Like <laughs> You can measure the world's absurdity by how Hank responds to it. Right. He's not the one bringing the absurd. <laughs> All right. Put Hank and SpongeBob together. <laughs> oh, what a duo. Okay. Last This Week in History questions. January 2nd, 1974. President Richard Nixon signs a bill lowering the maximum U.S. speed limit to 55 miles an hour in order to conserve gasoline during an OPEC embargo. Are you a speeder? Would well, you be able to drive 55 as Sammy Hagar could not? Drive 55 where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to uh, Tom's. What's the name of the... Tom Thumbs. Tom Thumbs. Tom yeah. Yeah. Can you keep it under 55 to get there? Uh, yeah, I can, I mean, it's, uh, I always go 10 over. That's my rule. 10 over. If they pull you over for that, they're not going to give you a ticket because it's not really worth their time. Because if you fight it, they'll probably, yeah, yeah, it's, it's out the window. Right. So I'm always doing 10 over. I get mad when people aren't doing 10 over. That's how much it's a rule for me. I expect <laughs> it. It's so much a rule for me. I expect it from other people too. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially on the freeway, I'm. I, I guess I'm a speeder because I my least favorite people on the planet are the people who don't stay right except to pass. Oh, it's insane. Holy crush. When I'm in an Uber. Left lane shitters, dude. Those are my least favorite humans on the planet. Yeah, when I'm in an Uber and the guy's like hanging in the left lane getting passed on the right, I'm, I want to look at the cars passing us going like, I don't know him. <laughs> I don't know this man. I'm not involved in this thought process at all. Oh. What are you doing when you're doing that? What are you doing? I, I've thought about this a good amount. I genuinely think that part of the issue there is like when I went through driver's ed, they did not make that a point of emphasis. That was never mentioned to me. There's signs. I think yes, yes. there's definitely emphasis on reading but signs. Th- there is, but there are, or there are but the, the problem is that I've learned this. So I'm saying like, yeah, I found out not too long after, Oh, them's the rules. But the signs for that are so sporadic that it almost makes it seem like, Oh, right here. I'm not supposed to be in the left lane. It's like, no asshole. It's anywhere. Just because you haven't seen a speed limit sign in 10 (laughs) miles doesn't mean it don't exist. But I agree. I agree with you. Uh, It's the greatest transgression you can commit on the road. Other than I was going to say drunk driving, but I don't know. I think that's cooler. At least drunk drivers aren't sitting in the left lane. Yeah, you're either staying in the right or you're flying down the left. (laughs) My dad only got one DUI, and it was for going 128 miles an hour in a Volkswagen Golf. I didn't know those could even go that fast. Nobody did. I'm sure he's in the Guinness (laughs) record. Even Volkswagen's like, oh, shit, we got to hire this guy. I did. Did I talk about it on the podcast? He did have a second DUI, uh, but they threw it out because uh, they wrote his name wrong. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta tell it now I, that's basically the fucking story <laughs> this guy committed like a serious DUI and because God has a sense of humor they decided to write the last name with like an R instead of an N and for weeks he's like I think they might throw it out boys I was like don't colloquially call me don't refer to me 
Like, I'm party to this. <laughs> Boys, good news. Is it good news? You're still on the road. It's bad news for Mike Fincher. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> that guy's fucked. <laughs> that guy has serious criminal charges coming his way, in fact. He'd be especially fucked if the guy lives in Hawaii, too. Like, I, that was not me. Oh, there's another Mike Fincher in Hawaii? Well, no. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's like every episode of his life is a Dukes of Hazard, where it's like, how's he going to get out of this bucket of mayonnaise? Like, somebody's going to spell his name wrong. How? Are they drunk? Are they? No. Just Who got, invented this plot twist? This got, is stupid. Who wrote this? It's, Who wrote this? It does seem contrived. They should never see another day in Hollywood. Yeah, if I had that in a movie. Very good point, Chris. If I had that in a movie, you'd be like, you don't get away with crimes for that. But I, I know I've talked about this one on the episode. It's like when he got away with the DUI because he started drinking on the porch. That's so funny. Yeah. That's still one of the most genius things I've ever heard. I know. I mean, he's redneck MacGyver. But <laughs> Jesus Lord. Anyways. That's this week in history. <laughs> and I think that's the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching or listening to what is an episode of the Second Lunch Podcast. <laughs> the first in our new dig. So if it sounded weird, looked weird, we're working on it. Just get used to it. <laughs>